0: Hey, it's Tina from There Was That One Time. How have you been? Yep, I'm recording. I'm doing okay, too. I'm good. I'm good. Things could be better. Things could be worse. I'm actually fine. Not going to complain. But I'm so glad to be uh, talking to you guys again, and I apologize for the huge delay, But life just got kind of mundane and and things, you know, small little things here and there happen, nothing major to even talk about. But I'm doing relatively well and I hope that you are. Um, The reason why I'm actually recording today is because a little dilemma popped up in my circle of friends and I find it to be quite interesting that my friends don't um, find their issue as a cut and dry thing. They have very differing and polarizing opinions about Uh, the incident that took place and they asked me what I thought and I think that my thoughts are like everybody else's because this is a no brainer right here, this is a very cut and dried situation, however they don't agree and the person who you know, I'll tell you the story and then you'll tell me what you think right now, let me take a quick break I'll be right back Okay, so we are back. I want to thank you so much for listening. Um, Let's get into what happened. So let's go ahead and name it. And we're going to use names that make sense. I'm not really like seriously naming it this, but this just makes sense. I'm going to call it The Accident. And the reason why I'm calling it The Accident is because it was an accident. It was a, a car accident. And I'm going to call friend A. I'm going to call her Mary. Now, Mary is the person who had the accident. The second person I'm gonna call is Kate, and these are not their real names. But Kate is the one who is actually probably also a victim of the accident, and I'll tell you about that. So, Mary went to Kate's house and said, hey, Kate, listen, I've gotta go to work, I've gotta actually go to work in the building, and I'm having a little bit of trouble with that because my vehicle, needs an inspection sticker. And I don't have one, I have to go and get it inspected. I know it's gonna have a number of repairs and I know the cost of those repairs, but I can't afford to pay them right now. Is there any way you could lend me your car while I'm saving up the money to get the repairs? And Kate says, okay. And Kate lends her the vehicle. And I want to stop right there for a second and just pine in on my feelings of that right there from the jump. Mary told Kate, I need to borrow your car because I have to get to work. And my car is parked because I cannot afford to make the repairs for it to pass inspection. That is an important piece of information. So there is a lack of finances there if there were an accident. That's what what I heard. If anything goes wrong when I borrow your car, I can't afford to pay anything because I can't even pay for my own car. So I think Kate was irresponsible to her own budget by not telling her no. She should have told her no. Sorry, can't borrow my car. There was that one time. We'll be right back. And we are back. So to tell you Kate's side of what happened, Kate is the owner of the car. Kate says, you know, she's working from home. She's got a couple of vehicles, and she's got... uh, you know, the main car that she's still making payments on. Then she's got the car that she paid for already and she's, you know, nobody really uses it there. She's there by herself, so nobody uses the car. She does drive the car, she says, every once in a while to keep the engine used up or to keep the battery going, but it's a backup vehicle. And she said it's paid for, and it's a really nice looking car, by the way. It's paid for and it has liability only insurance. And so anyway, she says she's at home, and Mary comes by, and Mary's like, oh my gosh, it's like 9.30 at night, and she says, I need a favor, I'm in a jam, I have to go to work tomorrow, I have to be there at 5 a.m., and my vehicle, you know, I can't drive my vehicle, but I need um, to get to work, my vehicle, and then Kate said, well, what's wrong with your vehicle? She says, well... I have to get it inspected, and before I can get it to pass inspection, I have to make some necessary repairs, and I really can't afford to do that right now. And I, you know, she's like, I can't lose my job. I'm going to get another uh, incident or a write-up or a warning, and I don't know how many I have. And I, you know, I just, I really need to keep this job through the holidays. Please, can you help me out? I'm saving up the money for the, and Kate's like, shucks. So anyway, the way Kate put it to me was, Kate was saying to me, like, she felt completely, like, cornered and confronted with with a request that called on all of her morality and all of her acknowledgement to the rules of friendship. She knew that if this story was reversed, which it very well could have been, would I need her to really do this for me? And so Kate said she said yes because she knew If it were reversed, she would hope that somebody would extend her the courtesy. And so she she let her use the car. With that, Mary takes the car. You know, she gets um, somebody to bring the car, you know, get her over there to get it. And she goes to work the next morning. She's fine. Vehicle's fine. Has a great shift. Things are great, she said to her. And then Kate told me that she said, Uh, Mary goes to lunch she gets a burger and she can't remember what happened after that and Kate was asking me she's like well what do you think and I'm like first of all there was no other car involved and if it's a one car accident doesn't that automatically mean uh at fault it's an at fault accident it's only one car what happened And she says that Mary doesn't remember anything. She can't tell her anything that happened. She just knows she woke up in the hospital. She doesn't know where her car keys are. She doesn't know where her cell phone is. She doesn't have anything. She left the hospital by taxi, and she went home and called her. I'm like, OMG, so where's your car? So I helped her. We both called around. We called all of the tow truck areas. And she's like, I've called all of them. And then I thought about one, this little small place that probably, if nobody else has it, is there. And so I called the place up. And sure enough, the car was there. So Mary's like, I'm going to go with you. I'm going with you to see the car. She's like, Kate says she was like, "No, you stay here and lay down and get your rest. You were in an accident. I want you to rest. You're supposed to, you know, relax." And Mary's like, "Nope, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going." She insists on going. And so Kate felt like she had to she had to concede and let her go because she wasn't going to she wasn't going to stay. So they went, and they found the place, and, you know, gravel road kind of place, way in the cut type place, she said, like a towing nightmare, kind of a drag. Um, As she was driving up, she was looking at the terrain in the distance and all of that, and she really just hated that her car was even towed there to begin with. That it was even in an accident, unbelievable, she said. She was really devastated because... Kate's side of it was when they got to the car, she saw that it was front-end damage on the driver's side. And she says, luckily enough, the airbags did not deploy, so there may be some salvage in it, just depending on having it looked at and seeing what's wrong. But she said the wheel and the rim were completely kicked out away from the car. And, um, of course, both of us said possible axle damage, Uh, not even telling what all else, you know. And what are the costs of these repairs? And here is where we come to the dilemma because, well, let's go to break and I'll be right back. Okay, so now I wanna know what you think. Do you think Mary is correct in thinking that she is in no way responsible for any of the cost of the repairs or even the tow? It was Kate who lent her the car and she's already struggling to pay her own car repairs. She can't afford that. If you believe Mary is right owing nothing, write Mary in the comments or call us on a storyline and leave us your message. That storyline number is 410. 410- Eight seven zero seven three six seven, And if you leave your message, we will air it on the show. So I hope to hear from you. If you believe that Kate is absolutely correct in thinking that she is due all of the money from the time the tow truck showed up, all the way to get in the car running back the way that it was, looking exactly the way that it was when she handed Mary the keys. Type Kate in the comments and call us on the storyline to leave your message on why you're supporting Carrie's side and um, why. Did I say that? Yeah, I think I said that. All right, so that number again, 410 870 7367. Talk to you later. We have reached the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening to There Was That One Time. Thank you so much for listening to There Was That One Time. And we certainly could use your support. If you'd like to support us monetarily, just go to the Anchor website, anchor.fm twtot. If you'd like to support us in the most important way, by sharing a story, call our storyline at area code 410-870-7367. We appreciate your listenership.